So this morning in our nation's capital, uh, all kinds of people have gathered. Cabinet ministers have brought together um, law enforcement agencies, border services personnel, a bunch of stakeholders, all kinds of different people, I guess, to talk about getting a handle on auto theft in this country. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau outlined the situation before kicking off the summit this morning. We all want to make sure our enforcement agencies have all the tools necessary to prevent auto theft and to get your stolen car back. Yesterday, we announced new funding to make sure the Canada Border Service Agency, RCMP, and the Public Safety Ministry are equipped with enhanced investigative tools and can better detect illegal shipments at ports and recover more stolen vehicles. Well, that's a big part of this. A lot of these vehicles that get stolen from in front of your house end up far away places. Um, it's a big deal. A recent report says that every six minutes a car is stolen in Canada. Every six minutes across this country, someone loses their car, and it's going up. And that's perhaps more troubling because there was a, drought, a downward trend that started 15, 20 years ago where we saw the number of auto thefts really fall off a cliff and it came way way down but that trend has been reversed and we're starting to see it go back up again so now as they have this conference and try and decide what to do about it all kinds of people pointing fingers at each other and one of the groups that's getting a lot of criticism are the auto manufacturers the people who build these vehicles do they need to do a better job of making them well harder to steal because it's not that hard trust me we're going to speak with uh, sid kingsma the director investigative services for the western pacific region of equity association if i said that right sid thanks so much for joining us appreciate your time hi jay thanks for having me um so i mean we're talking about every six minutes last year the insurance bureau of canada said that more than 1.2 billion dollars in vehicle theft claims had to be paid out so that costs all of us who have insurance of course this is a big deal right it's and, and it's getting worse yeah, absolutely, Shay. That's a staggering number, $1.2 billion, um, in losses just for auto theft. And uh, and you're right, it is getting worse. But as you uh, touched on, the summit that's going on today is uh, some steps in the right direction, for sure. There's some meaningful meetings going on and discussions. Yeah, what, what, are, you, what are you optimistic about? What are you hearing that's making you think, oh, okay, we, we might get a handle on this after all? Yeah, well, I think uh, what makes me most optimistic is that all the stakeholders are at the table and everyone's talking. And um, it's been really positive. I've, I've been there uh, listening virtually. And uh, some of the takeaways, you know, that just about sharing intelligence and more getting more intelligence, because that's what's really driving the seizures at our ports is the intelligence that comes into the ports uh, rather than just random checks. So that's really important. And then the technology end of it and and uh, improving the technology in, in the cars and improving the technology in our uh, intelligence gathering. Um, so th- there's just so many aspects of it because it's such a complex problem. It's really taking complex solutions and, and everyone has to be on at the same table, pulling on the same rope in the same direction. One of the areas of focus, and I know you've talked about this as well, your group, um, and, and that's the manufacturers because we know there are some you talked about the technology. There are some features or bugs in that technology. I don't know how you would describe it that are pretty easily exploited, right? I mean, and, and the thieves know that and that's what's making this such a problem is the tech is part of the issue right yeah absolutely the tech is part of the issue and um you know that uh what that stems from is just we all love our conveniences with our cars you know the, the push button starts the uh, proximity of our fob in our pocket so that we can just open our door we don't have to take our key fob out anymore all those things but and that's what the bad actors or the criminals are attacking so that's really what we need to work on and 
And the manufacturers are working on this. They continually work on this because they don't want their brands, you know, being one of the top 10 stolen listed every year. Um, but we just need continued and, and more focused um, on that, on, I guess, patches or, or better security uh, in that technology section of a vehicle. Yeah, is that happening? Because, I mean, you know, when I was reading about this, I think it was 2007, and that's when push buttons started to become pretty commonplace. And government said, okay, it's great, it's a nice convenience, but it's too easy. You're going to have to come up with some security features, which was then, hey, if you don't have a fob, the car won't move. It's going to shut off, right? And we saw auto theft fall off a cliff. The numbers dropped crazy fast. Now they're starting yeah. to tick up. So do we need to do something else? Do we need to say the manufacturers, okay, that fob, the way you've built it, it's too easy to for thieves to exploit. We need to come up with something better? Yeah, you're exactly right. That uh, Those federal standards that came into place in 2007 had a huge impact on auto theft at the time. It was the mobilizer, the chip key that really did it. The push button start and uh, those kind of, that kind of technology wasn't even thought of, but those standards haven't been updated since that point. So that's really what we need to do. And what the exact answer is, I mean, I don't have that. And that's why all the stakeholders are at the table working on that. And, you know, maybe it's, it's just to be able to slow down the thieves because yeah. of course they don't want to, they want it when they're in your vehicle, they don't want to be there. They, uh, they want to be there as just as short as time as period. So in order to, the methods that they're using to really slow it down for them, that, you know, that might be a, a big deterrent. It, it would be. It would help. There's no question. But I think, and you know this, we're, we're, it's it's almost a game, right? And the criminals will constantly adapt to whatever developments are made to make it harder for them. And they will come up with new ways of doing this. So we're, you're not going to eliminate it by coming up with better tech. So then we have to look at how we can really cut down on it. It seems to me, and I know they're talking about this, the ports, because a lot of these vehicles that get stolen in Canada end up overseas and you can track where they end up. Um, do we need to do a better job of, you know, going through the containers and finding out that, hey, Maybe your Jeep's inside that container and it's headed to Dubai all of a sudden. Well, and I think that uh, that really comes back to the announcement yesterday from the federal government that they're, um, you know, giving some money to uh, the port authorities there yeah. and CDSA to better resource things. And I think that's a huge step in the right direction, having more resources there, better resources. And I think that will really help. But again, like I said earlier, it's just not those random checks. It's the intelligence that they receive from law enforcement or, you know, from from different sources that they're able to target those containers because there's 700,000 containers leaving the Port of Montreal, which is a massive number. And to, you know, pick a needle out of a haystack is basically what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all random. It's by chance at that point. We yeah. we hear about organized crime and that, that's been talked about a lot. I, I'm wondering, do you know, I mean, is this, you know, known organized crime rings we know about? Or are these strictly sort of auto theft car rings like this is the business this is what they do when we talk about organized crime what are we talking about is it you know is it hell's angels is it the mafia what are we talking about here i, I think the organized crime groups it goes across all those uh they're all in categories it. yeah um there was a report uh, uh from the criminal intelligence service of canada that said uh the way they measure it it's up 62 percent of the number of criminal organizations that they're aware of are now involved in auto theft because it's lucrative and they and these organizations realize that and um, you know it helps fund other their other activities as well yeah um ultimately you know for those of us listening and, and realizing that this is a bit of an issue a lot of it's aftermarket stuff i mean in the meantime as we wait and hope something comes out of the summit what do we need to do like what can we do yeah, I think if you want to if you want to protect your vehicle, I mean, obviously, if you can park it inside, that's probably number one. Um, and then 
the, the, the sophisticated thefts that are happening, these bad actors or criminals, they're showing up to steal your vehicle with a laptop and, and cords and those kind of things. So if you go back to the old school, old tech steering wheel lock, they're not yeah. always prepared for something like that, right? That's just another sort of layer they have to get through, and maybe they move on to the next one. I mean, those those can be defeated, but it's just, take, again, it takes more time, it takes more tools, um, which they're not really interested in doing. Yeah, and a lot of times, if you just have that visual deterrence, like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just move on to the next one, find an easier target, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, there's other things. There's uh, OBD2 port locks, and that's where they plug in their tools to, you know, make a new key, those kind of things. There's Faraday bags, which protect the signal that your uh, key fob sends out to talk to your vehicle. Um, so that when that your key fob's in your house, that signal isn't being projected and they can't intercept that to help steal your vehicle. So there are other uh, things you can do to help protect yourself. Excellent. Okay. Sid, thanks so much. Appreciate you being here.